it's Nikki on the Getting Real Podcast. And today, Dave Calloway is here with me because we are super excited to talk to Martin Cove, who plays John Kreese on Netflix's number one show, Cobra Kai. We were just discussing uh, in the studio about uh, Lego things. So we're wondering, uh, is there a Lego version of Cobra Kai coming out? There's so many action figures and there's one set with just the Cobra Kai. It just has three of the Cobra Kai from the movie and myself. And then there's one set with Billy and I with fighting with Ralph. And then there's our own individual action pieces. I wouldn't be surprised if there's Lego. I don't I haven't seen it, but I'll get it because I have a five year I have a four four year old grandson who would love it. Oh, yeah, no joke. Then you get it. You understand why Lego's important. <laughs> you do. We knew you would. Yes. I'm a Lego boy. Oh, yeah. Lego's, <laughs> Lego's great. I got to tell you, you know, growing up, I was always such a huge fan of all of the Karate Kid movies. And, you know, all of us kids, you know, pretended that you know we knew what we were doing with karate. And <laughs> it, was, it was like a game we played in the backyard. But it was really... It was something that we watched all the time. Anytime we got the opportunity to watch Karate Kid, we watched it. Seeing you growing up and seeing you as this bad guy, it, it, that was the thing, the vision that of you that was always ingrained in my head is this John Kreese character that you play. And now you're back playing John Kreese in Cobra Kai. And the thing I love about Cobra Kai is that the characters from the original movies are back playing their characters again. And I just, I love it so much because it takes me right back to my childhood. Well, that's why the show's so popular. I mean, you hit it. But John Kreese is not a villain. John Kreese is truly misunderstood. Yeah. Perry Silver is a villain. He's yes. definitely a villain. But John Kreese, based on those flashbacks, and my son was in that first flashback scene where you think he's he's me bullying the busboy in the diner and the busboy is me. But these characters all have more texture and vulnerability. I mean, that's why we signed on. Because we, we said to the writers years ago, sure, we'll do it. and But, you know, we want more texture than in the movies. Because the movies are white hats and black hats. Now what's really exciting is for me to play the vulnerability and a lot of the emotion that John Kreese was misunderstood, rather than being just the villain that you remember from the 80s. That's why people like the show. Because they identify with the multitude of of backstory and, and texture of each character versus the movie. And I do, I love that because we are getting to see more of Johnny Lawrence's character and his backstory, and we're learning more about your character, John Kreese, in this, but now we're also, in this season, bringing back Terry Silver, who, like you said, was really the villain. Yeah, and, and you know, I couldn't do that part um, it was originally written for me. There was no Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3. It was it was all my doing. It was my vehicle. And I couldn't do it because I got a series called Hard Time on Planet Earth. And I was a star. And I couldn't do it. So they rewrote the whole script to introduce a friend who, who I save his life and puts me on vacation. And he does everything. So it was kind of a bittersweet experience. But here we are introducing a character that probably didn't exist. That I know didn't exist unless we rewrote him back in 1988 when Kamen, who was such a good writer who wrote the movies, Robert Kamen, you know, contributed him. But, you know, Creeks is terrific, and, and these shows are so well written that it allows us... I'm doing a podcast with my kids, and it's on Podcast One. It's called Cobra Coves, and we in a couple of weeks we air, and we're analyzing every episode, interviewing all, whether it's, you know, it's psychologists or whomever, composers of the show, 
but the show is so well written, each episode, it allows us to analyze it and analyze why the characters do what they do. So it's very exciting. And, and the show, you know, enables us to do that kind of thing. Martin Cove, our guest. And Martin, uh, Ralph Macchio was on Colbert the other night. Now, they were talking about this show being Cobra Kai is number one on Netflix. Is that extra pressure? No, it's not pressure. It's, it's very exciting. I mean, it allows people to see us and see the quality of the show. There are so many. There are so many shows that you know are gratuitous and violent, and you know we we. What I like about the show is, especially season four, is that season four has a lot of humor, has a lot of vulnerability. It's also violent, but it's really about heart. So many of the characters are shown to have lots of heart because they're on their own private. Well, you didn't. You only saw that in the movie a little bit, but they're on their own private trip of trying to find a way, you know, it's like they're identifying with their, their lives. It's like being in identity crisis as a teenager. You're 16, you don't know what you want to do. Everybody identifies with so many of those kids in the show because they're going through the same things. Yeah. In the movies, we all identified with the movies as you were bullied, you had a romance that didn't work, or you were a fish out of water, you were traveling a lot. I think that's what makes it all so exciting and identifiable. And I'm glad everybody watches it. I'm glad it's the biggest show in the world, only because it's good. One scene that, that in this season that just really hit me was the scene where John Kreese is in the grocery store with Daniel's wife, and he's talking about one of the Cobra Kai students, Tori, and he says to her, not every kid is as lucky as yours. And that made her just instantly think about the whole situation differently. And I loved that because it really, really hit home because it's so true. These kids are yeah, lost I and John Kreese is just trying to help. And, and Tori is a source of the vulnerability that they write, you know, because I had problems with my parents. She has problems with the parents. But that scene in, in the supermarket is great. I mean, that was like one of the first scenes we shot in, in uh, season four last year and amanda the girl plays amanda courtney she's great and we wanted more stuff because that scene where she visits me in my dojo is just sensational where she slaps me in the face mm -hmm. i mean it's really great because john creese loves I me mean, she's a female warrior in his in his eyes she's the girl that you know comes out of game of thrones she is a female warrior and i love that and she loves playing that. And I think she's, you know, really a strong, strong character in Ralph's world. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she's definitely a dynamist. And it shows, that scene showed a lot of vulnerability for John and made her question her activities. It, it's great stuff. And, you know, you like the right scenes because that's, that's the stuff I like. Right. Screaming and barking in the dojo is has gotten old for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enough, exactly. Enough of that, right? Uh, well, Martin, I know we're going to uh, wrap up in just a second, but I just wanted to say uh, I am a uh, lover of podcasts. I eat them up, and especially all the ones where you can hear all the great production value that goes into it. And I was just going to say, the one uh, where you are uh, voicing uh, the whole story of Casey Kasem, that whole situation and, and what happened towards the end of his life, uh, is amazing. I can tell there's a lot of production value. I can't wait to go discover more of that because uh, I eat those up. I I love those for nice long trips. It's really terrific. His life, he, he, I, you know, I know his daughter, and Casey Kasem was so rich. I remember being in 1980, being in Greece, and I was doing a movie with James Earl Jones, Jose Ferrer, the, I think The Red Tide, and I was so lonely. I was in the Cannes Film Festival, but then went right to Greece, and I was away three months from America, from the States, and I was really lonely. And what 
brought me back were those cassettes of the history of rock and roll that I put in the ghetto blaster, because that was the period everybody had these big ghetto blasters. And we took them on location, and I played history of rock and roll and all his interviews. And I just, it warmed my heart to think about, wow, I missed the States, and here it is, something Americana. And when she asked me to do that, you know, narration for, you know, blood versus blood, it was great, man. It was the first, you know, big narration I had done, and I loved it. You know, I love to do more voiceovers. I think it's great. Oh, by the be- way, your Aaron Rodgers is one of my heroes. Oh, is that so, right? Uh, there you go. Yeah. He's yeah, online. I gotta say that. Yeah. He's online too right now, Martin. So we'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. All right, my darling. Take care of yourself. See Martin Cove as John Kreese in the new season of Cobra Kai, streaming now on Netflix.